Oh, hi there. Phil Clark, the Brit here, enjoying a nice brew. This time round on the Britain Yankee Craft Beer Podcast, we have a series of short interviews with five brewers who are all playing their trade up in the northwest state of Idaho and are all part of the Boise craft brewing scene. Friend and ex-co-host of the podcast, Mark Nasky, sent us a care package of Boise brews and then arranged Zoom interviews where we were able to sample the beers and talk to the folks who brewed them. Boise has a burgeoning craft scene with over 25 breweries providing very good craft beer to a growing population. We hope you enjoy this series of podcasts and maybe it will tempt you to head out that way for your next beercation. Many thanks again to Mark for arranging everything out there and let's get started with part one where we visit with Brian Garcia Brown of Edge Brewing. Cheers. Everybody and welcome to a very special edition of the Britain Yankee Craft Beer Podcast because today we're going outside of the bounds of Illinois and heading up out west, actually northwest, or is it northwest? I don't know which way you're looking. Um, we're heading out to Idaho and we know who's in Idaho. It's our old co-host. Back in 2015, we had this strange foreign guy who used to come and tell us all about beer. It was Mark Nasky. And we have him live. Well, it's not live now, but it's live now as I'm recording it from Edge Brewing Company in Boise, Idaho. And with him is the head brewer, Brian Garcia Brown. Hi, guys. What's going on, my man? Hey, how are you? I'll be good as guests. Uh, Brian, you definitely look like a North Woodsman. <laughs> I, I just cut my beard and hair off literally yesterday, so it was much worse about about forty eight hours ago. Oh, really? Oh man! You yeah, my wife got tired of looking at it. <laughs> oh dear. So anyway, you guys are out there in the brewery, and I know just for the sake of COVID, okay, you guys have been working together quite recently brewing oh, yeah. beers. So the mask—I know you have a mask around your neck but it's going to become very difficult for you to put it up and down. And I know you're a little bit different out there in Idaho, right, Mark? Well, I also am uh, officially COVID clean. My wife and I both got it, got the uh, the clean bill of health. So we are cool in the gang. It was a terrible 10 days, but we're, uh, oh, wow. we're on the up and up. Oh, yeah. You're the, you're the first brewer that I've actually talked to who's had COVID. So how was it? Was it a gut-wrenching nightmare? You know, I my brother got in. It was real bad. My wife, she had it way worse than me. I didn't even notice except that I couldn't breathe real well. So 
it sucked, but it wasn't. Uh, I've been sicker than that. Okay. Well, I good. mean, don't well, get I'm, it. You know, don't get yeah, it. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. But that's right. Yeah, and you got to watch it because Mark's in the older bracket. You know, he's in the. Hey, I had bracket. it too, Phil. <laughs> I had it too in January when we didn't even know it yet. Well, how did you know you had it? Because all the symptoms match hundred percent. Could you smell? No, I couldn't taste. I couldn't smell. I didn't want to eat anything. I would taste nothing. Tasted anything. It was that, but they didn't know it at the time. Well, Brian, how does he smell now? Uh, I would say I couldn't tell, but just fine, like a like a fine uh, fine fall morning, you know. <laughs> very good. Well, Mark, thank you very much. You sent me a care package from uh, Boise Breweries. And so I said, I tell you what, why don't you go and find these guys? Let's taste their beers on the podcast. And we'll find out if any of this stuff is going to come our way. I don't think it, you're distributing to Illinois, are you, Brian? Not yet. No, we actually just got our canning line in about two months ago. We got it in, so we're finally rocking and rolling. We managed to work our way around the terrible, terrible can shortage and uh, are finally ripping and roaring with it. So hopefully before too long, we can get some moving. We just got to find some friends back east. So so you have a, a, a canning line, and uh, that's why we've got a can of this beer, which we're going to be tasting. And uh, this is called... Watchtower Baltic Porter. And Mark, what's your involvement in this? In this particular beer, my involvement is through the glass. I pour it in the glass and drink it, basically. <laughs> I like yeah. it. There you go. Okay. So it's also made with the yeast that we have there in Chicago. Yeah. The, oh, the right. Czech lager yeast. Oh, very nice. Okay, cool. Well, um, I tell you what, you've got cans of it, right? Excellent. Well, why don't you hold them up? I'm going to count to three, uh, and we can all open it together. So, one, two, three. Oh, lovely. I like a synchronized can opening. <laughs> right. So, um, let's all pour our beer closely. There we go. Look at that. What a beautiful looking beer this is coming out now as it comes out the can i see light going through it but when it sits in the uh glass and i have a saint bernardus glass so you could see this well look at that there we go yeah oh yeah, yeah we look, can see that nothing... your glass is bigger yeah i know but it's the same amount of beer <laughs> oh really it wasn't half full no my glass is always half empty no, wait a minute. That's not right. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> so um, this beer, now the I did take this out a little bit before uh, we spoke. You seem to have a better head than me, Brian. <laughs> but that's, that's always a true. More aggressive. <laughs> I mean, you can see how stretched out this poor hat is. We rock big heads around here. Oh, look at that. You've got edge glasses. Oh, <laughs> man. We need a care package, guys. <laughs> the aroma on this is very, very uh, roasty. Roasty. Chocolate, caramel, booze. Now, yeah, what is... The, I'm sorry, Mark? I was just going to say the booze is not extremely noticeable. It's there, but it's not that strong in aroma, I'm talking. 
Yeah. I agree. I can't get any of that alcohol sniffness coming up. Now, this is a Watchtower bought it, Porter. And I believe that Watchtower is a series of limited release or seasonals. So what is it? Our winter seasonal is always called Watchtower. The beer changes every year, but it keeps the same name. Okay. So last year we did a chili chocolate stout. Um, the year before that, it was a big oatmeal stout. Um, the year before that, it was this Baltic Porter again. We, wrote, we rotate through them. So. But yeah, that's always our winter seasonal. All right. Well, let's drink this and see how I like it. Mm-hmm. I know you like it. You've had it before. <laughs> yes, sir. Now, as Mark well knows, there's typically a three-sit rule for you to really get into a beer. Correct. Um, but what I'm getting off the first one is what I would expect, lots of chocolate. Lots now, of what chocolate. Sort of, what sort of malts did you use in this to create that? So that's actually kind of an odd story. So the first time we did this beer, we did it just as a small pilot batch. And it was, you know, as you brew, and we do, a, you know, 100 to 150 batches a year sometimes more and you end up with five pounds of this and 10 pounds of that and five pounds of this. So its original name was kitchen seek Baltic quarter. And it was a mixture of whatever we had five to 10 pounds of. And, you know, and obviously a ton of Pilsner base malt, lots of chocolate malts, you know, um, was at a point we were really into this Patagonia malting company out of Chile that does these high altitude roast malts that are really, really awesome and really nice. The chocolate malts are amazing. Can't really find them anymore. Um, uh, they, they don't have distribution, I believe, in the United States anymore. Um, and so it ended up being this this weird amalgamation of all these different grains we had. So it had some oats in it and some wheat in it and some Carapa 3 in it. And, uh, you know, so base beer was uh, Pilsner, mid, mid-range caramel malts, light chocolate, dark chocolate, a little bit of special bee, a little bit of flaked oats and wheat to give it some body. Um, and... So since then, it sort of has become the bi-yearly tradition or tri-yearly tradition uh, when we've got a few too many specialty grains in the less than 25 pounds, they get to make a special appearance. So this is a mix and match type of beer then? Mix and match type of beer. It's pretty consistent at this point. Um, After we've done it four or five times, now it's, you know, we know what we want it to taste like. So we make sure we're matching the flavor profile. It's pretty consistent year on year. Yeah. Um, Okay, remember, this beer can be either ale or lager, okay? And this is the lager variant, which is very soft because of that. So it can be both ways, and it's acceptable, and by the rules and everything else, it's okay. And we've got brutally hard. I mean, the Northwest in general has brutally hard water. It's just part of the mountains. You know, our water's really hard. It's um, It's really basic. So we have to do a bit of water adjustment. I mean, we, we carbon filter, um, but we have to soften. We have to acidify. We have to do a few things that way just to make sure we're trying to match some of those traditional like Baltic state water profile type things. So um, from what I understand, as I look in my Oxford companion for beer, there is a little bit of a finish uh and I don't mean a finish on the beer. <laughs> I mean a little bit of a Finland finish uh, association with Baltic porters, because according to what I'm reading here, there was some chappy by the name of Nikolai Sinabrikov 
who produced his own version of a porter, which I'm assuming is a Baltic porter because Finland is in the Baltic. States. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, he produced this and was only recently bought up, I guess, by uh, Carlsberg. So, right, and, and they are in cahoots. Uh, Sinebrokoff is the biggest brewer in Finland. And they also, uh, when they introduce it, then it was out of production for quite a while. And I think it came back like in the 80s or something when they started remaking it. And it's pretty popular out there now. It's pretty bloody popular here as well because your old friends at Church Street did a Baltic porter as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, and that I know. was pretty yummy. Uh, well, this is, um, I have to say, a uh, number of things, three things I've noted on this beer. Chocolatey, malty, but nice and roasty at the same time. A beautiful mouthfeel, very soft. Very silky. And the fact that it's over 9% doesn't even come into it. So this is a dangerous beer. <laughs> well, Phil, you know my pipe. It, it gets it. When it goes down, then it warms up, okay? Remember that old thing. You got them receptors working down yes, there, Yes, right? sir. They, they're yeah. still active there. Mouth is not already. That is this. <laughs> well, and those poor, tender Central European yeasts do not like to be pushed up to 9%. So, it, uh, you know, you got to pitch the crap out of it, oxygenate it really thoroughly, let it ferment all the way out so it gets plenty dry. Because this beer can get super chewy if you don't let them finish out but it finishes nice and low lagers for plenty of time and make sure that we have uh you know plenty of uh plenty of attenuation plenty of time to lager out so you end up with that very soft very silky very drinkable but put your butt in the dirt type of so type do, of you, beer. do you sell these in uh four packs or six packs six packs we do everything in sixes unless they're 16s can I ask you how much you charge for these? Oh, I think a six pack is, I want to say it's $11.99, $10.99, something like that. Okay. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Your prices out here are a little cheaper than they are up, uh, back east. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I like a six pack of something because then, That's me. you know, this is definitely all I would want to have one of these in an evening. And then I've got six more to have whenever I want. Exactly. So um, you're on an iPhone and you're in your yes. brewery. Can you give us a swift turnaround and, and show us a little bit what you've got there? Absolutely. So we have, we're a 15 barrel system. So you can see oversized mash ton, HLT, cattle. In addition, we've got quite a few tanks. If you see plus, Bloody hell, you've got a lot of tanks, man. A lot of tanks, bright tanks all over here. And there's our sweet new baby right there. There's the goose, so. Yeah. A new canning line. New canning line. All right. So how many beers do you have on tap at any one time? <laughs> Tw uh, 20. 20, okay, cool. Yeah. And, and you're Plus we also have a unique license that allows us to uh, package distilled spirits. So we can't produce, we don't have a still, um, but we can do, so we do vodka sodas and packaged cocktails and that kind of stuff as well. Nice. So, yeah. so is, is the tap room like at the front of the brewery there? Yep. Oh, so there's hey, the, uh, the tap. 
And also, we like to look in your beer fridge. All right. Oh, let's have a look in your tap room. Who's there? Yeah. Look at this. Look at these people yeah. here not not doing Oh, yes, they are. They're very, very uh, well spaced out. That's great. Oh, yeah. All right. It's cool. pretty big. Yeah, it, it is a big room. <laughs> now, uh, beer fridge. Do you have a beer fridge? Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Show us your beer fridge, please. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's enormous. So is it so cold out there that you don't know? Oh, he closed the door. That we okay. It, that is enormous. Oh yeah, huh. it's uh, two hundred feet, one hundred and fifty feet by by fifteen, I think. Wow, I, I never, uh, I never thought I'd say those words to another man, but there we go. <laughs> yeah, uh, hey Phil, they also have very good pub food, one of the best in town. They use some special tricks here to make it special. The food is as special as the beer is. Okay, I think so. Well, tell us exactly where you are, what the address is, because if anybody is traveling around like they're doing these days in RVs, it might yeah. be a nice place to come up to and visit. Check us out. We're 525 North Steelhead Way in Boise, 83704, um, right near the freeway. Uh, so if you see the big Cabela's right off the freeway, we're like half a block from there. So yeah. come to the Plus, we have a downtown pub as well. That, that's a fishing store, right? That's right. And okay. hey, in one mile from my house, Phil, okay? Even better. Within staggering distance, then. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you lost your tw uh, 20 pounds, Mark, by walking yes, back and forth? Yes, walking back and forth, yeah. All right, good. Man. I've done it a few times, actually. <laughs> well, I don't have another glass that I can do a ting with, but you guys do, so maybe you can do the cheers with your glasses. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. Hang on, wait a minute. Don't do it yet. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed, Brian, for your time. It's a Thank real you, pleasure. Thank you, Phil. Thanks for having me on. I listen to you guys every week. So Yeah. Oh, cheers. <laughs> and uh, thank you, Mark. It's great to see you again. I guess we'll yeah. see you at the next brewery, right? Yeah, I will. I will worry. I get the Zoom and I get all that going. It's, I've just been busy. My kitchen has been remodeled right now. So oh, yeah, I've been yeah. Busy with I that. don't want excuses. Come on. We're on a time Shut frame. up. We Come want on. solutions. Uh, <laughs> All anyway, right. it's good night from me and good night from them, and it's cheers. We got cheers. Mine, mine doesn't. Mine's a dull thud, but yours is a nice cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Dude, we'll, we'll see, see you soon, you. Phil. See you, Phil.